Hi, and welcome to the Life Lesson Stories for Kids, brought to you by the Maverick Minister Podcasts. I'm Mike Davis. And I'm Grace Smith, and we love to tell stories. Yes, we do, and we have a lot of stories to tell. Some of them are happy. Some of them are kind of sad. Some are a lot of fun. But none of them is boring, and all of them talk about things and ideas that would be great for you to hear. Especially if you're a kid, a teenager, a young person, or a grown-up who is young at heart. In this episode, we have a very special Christmas story for you. So get comfortable, because the story of the Christmas Puffins is about to begin. While it isn't very well known, Santa's home and the very large workshop in which his toys are manufactured can be found in a place near the North Pole called the Laughing Valley. It's a wonderful place where elves, pixies, and fairies work to make toys, and an extraordinary herd of reindeer practice their flying skills to help Santa get ready for his yearly trip to bring joy to children throughout the world. The entire Laughing Valley is filled with happiness and joy each and every day of the year. Even in the winter, a bubbling brook chuckles as it winds through the entire valley all the way to the Arctic Ocean. The wind whistles merrily through the evergreen trees, and sunbeams dance lightly over the beautiful white snow. Everything and everyone is happy and joyful, because kindness and contentment are a way of life throughout the Laughing Valley of Santa Claus. To be sure, elves, pixies, fairies, and reindeer are not the only creatures who live in the valley with Santa. There are many more, including arctic rabbits, arctic foxes, seals, and walruses, and even polar bears. But the most unusual and rare of all the creatures in the valley is a species of bird called puffins. Puffins are small, beautiful birds who are predominantly black and white with outstandingly lovely orange, yellow, and black beaks. Not only that, some puffins are fine singers. In fact, Santa is and has always been very fond of a singing group made up of four puffins who come each year to sing Christmas carols for him, his workers, and his reindeer just before his sleigh lifts off for the Christmas Eve journey. They call themselves the Christmas Puffins, and their members are named Billy, Lily, Millie, and Fred. They sing all of Santa's favorites like Deck the Halls, It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas, Oh, Christmas Tree, Here Comes Santa Claus, and Joy to the World. Santa looks forward to their concert every year, and he has always said that hearing them helps him to be lifted into the ho, ho, ho Christmas spirit like nothing else, and that without their musical send-off, Christmas just wouldn't be Christmas. 
Now, our story takes place in the Laughing Valley several Christmases ago. It had been a very cold and snowy December that year. But regardless of the bad weather, everyone was working diligently and happily to make sure everything was ready for Santa's Christmas Eve journey. The Christmas Puffins were having extra rehearsals to be perfectly tuned and in fine voice for Santa's special concert. On the day before Christmas Eve, Billy, Millie, Lily, and Fred met early in the morning for their final rehearsal before the concert. Billy, Millie, and Lily got to their rehearsal space first, and they talked excitedly about how much fun it was going to be to sing for Santa, just as Fred arrived with a very worried look on his face. Billy asked, Fred, what's the matter? Why are you looking so worried? Just as Fred started to open his mouth to speak, he let out a big sneeze, followed by two more. I caught a very bad cold, squeaked Fred in a weak voice. And I can hardly talk, much less sing. You're going to have to do the concert without me. Oh, no! cried Millie. We can't sing without you, declared Lily. We all have important parts and our concert won't work without all of us. Well, what are we gonna do? exclaimed Millie. We can't cancel our concert. Santa will be so disappointed not to mention all the workers, the reindeer, and everyone else in Laughing Valley. I'm so sorry, squeaked Fred. It isn't your fault, said Billy. We just have to figure out how to cure your cold before tomorrow. Millie looked at Billy for a long moment and then said, So how are we going to cure Fred's cold? We're singers, not doctors. But there is a doctor in Laughing Valley, said Billy. His name is Dr. Giggle, and he is Santa's personal doctor. I'm sure he would be willing to help cure Fred's cold. What a great idea! Let's take Fred to him right away, said Lily. So off they went to find Dr. Giggle. When they arrived at his office, they went inside and explained their dilemma to his nurse, who immediately ushered them into a room to see the doctor. When Dr. Giggle came into the room, he examined Fred carefully by looking at his throat, listening to his heart and his breathing, and taking his temperature. He then stepped back and pronounced his Diagnosis. I'm afraid that Fred has a bad case of laryngeal coldenosis. Oh no! Is it serious? cried Millie. The doctor replied. Serious? Not so much. He just has a cold and he can't sing. He'll be fine in about a week or so. In the meantime, he should get plenty of rest, drink lots of fluids, and I will give him something to make him more comfortable. But, Doctor, said Billy, we have to sing our Christmas concert for Santa tomorrow, and Fred has to be able to sing his part. Isn't there anything you can do to make it possible for him to sing? The doctor thought for a moment. 
and then said, Well, there is one thing I know that might help. There is only one little known but immediate cure for laryngeal goldenosis in the whole world. It's made from an extremely rare kind of golden algae which only grows in the Gulf of Mexico. Unfortunately, I don't have any of it here in Laughing Valley and the Gulf of Mexico is very far away from here. I'm very sorry, but I don't think there's any way for us to get it by tomorrow. Billy, Millie, Lily, and Fred sadly left Dr. Giggle's office. Millie said, I guess the only thing left to do is go and tell Santa that we have to cancel the concert. Oh, I know Santa will understand, said Lily. But I just wish we didn't have to disappoint everyone. Just then, as they were walking on the bridge that crossed the babbling brook, Fred began to cry. Some of his tears fell into the water. I'm so sorry. It's all my fault. It's all my fault that Santa and everyone else will be disappointed. As Fred continued to sob and sneeze, an ice fish, whose name was Milo, had felt Fred's tears in the water and heard his crying. So Milo swam up to the shore at the end of the bridge and called out to the puffins. What's wrong? Why is there crying in the laughing valley? Billy explained the problem to Milo and that the one and only cure in the world for Fred was golden algae that only grows in the Gulf of Mexico. And since the Gulf of Mexico is so very far away, they were going to have to cancel the Christmas Carol concert and make Santa and everyone else sad just before Christmas. After he had listened to Billy, Milo had an idea. Wait! He said to the puffins. I have many, many fish friends and family throughout all the oceans and seas and bodies of water around the world. Let me see what we fish can do to help find the golden algae. Bring it here to the Laughing Valley and cure Fred's voice. Do you really think you can? cried Lily. Oh, please, please try, cried Millie. Milo, thank you so much for being willing to help, said Billy. But it will only work if you can get the golden algae by dawn on Christmas Eve. That's tomorrow morning. Then I had better get to work, said Milo, and he quickly swam away through the babbling brook toward the mouth of the Arctic Ocean. When he reached the ocean, Milo began passing the message about the dire need for the golden algae to the other fish, and each of them passed it along until it reached a group of angelfish living in the Gulf of Mexico. Well, they knew right where to go for the golden algae, and after gathering some, they put it into seaweed bags that had been made by a very friendly octopus. The angelfish passed the algae bags on to some very fast-moving sailfish, 
who passed them on to some flying fish, who passed them on to a tuna fish, and on and on went the bags of golden algae across the oceans and seas until they reached Milo at the mouth of the babbling brook. Just as dawn was breaking over the Laughing Valley, Milo grabbed the bags in his mouth and swam as fast as he could to the bridge where the puffins, who had been taking turns staying awake all night, were waiting for Milo to return with the cure for Fred's laryngeal coldenosis. Milo swam up to the surface, and Billy, who was on duty, took the seaweed bags. He thanked Milo and ran to get Fred and the others. They all quickly made their way to Dr. Giggle's office and found that he was waiting for them, and he had made all the preparations to transform the golden algae into the cure for Fred's voice. The doctor carefully mixed the medical ingredients and the golden algae together, poured them into a cup, and told Fred to drink it all quickly. Fred swallowed it in a big gulp and within just one moment he sang out a bright, clear note without even a hint of a sneeze. His voice was cured, and they all cheered and hugged each other. The Puffins thanked Dr. Giggle for all his help and hard work, and they invited him to come down to Santa's sleigh that evening to have a special place at the concert. Then Billy, Millie, Lily, and Fred quickly started toward their rehearsal place to have one last practice. On their way, they decided to stop at the bridge and thank Milo again. They also asked him to let his fish family and friends know how grateful they were for all the fish world had done to make this concert possible. Just as they turned to leave the bridge for their rehearsal, Millie looked up, and there standing at the top of the bridge was Santa himself. He was dressed in his traveling clothes. He wore his red suit and hat, his large black belt, black boots, and as he stood there looking at them with his white beard flowing in the breeze, everyone became very quiet. Then Santa spoke and said, my dear Puffin friends, I understand that you have been struggling with a very difficult situation. The Christmas Puffins looked at each other sheepishly. And Millie said, Well, yes, Santa, we have, but how do you know? Santa put his hands on his hips and replied, Oh, my friends, just like there is no meanness and negativity in the Laughing Valley, there are no secrets either. We all work to help each other when there is a problem here, and we are all joyful when the problem is solved. I am very proud of how you reached out to Dr. Giggle, Milo, and the fish community to help cure Fred's voice. But always know that you can come to me for help as well. Suddenly, elves, fairies, pixies, reindeer, fish, and all the other residents of the Laughing Valley appeared from every direction, and Santa, in a resounding voice, said, Let us all give thanks for the healing of Fred's beautiful voice, and for all who work so tirelessly to bring it about. And everyone clapped and cheered and hugged each other. Then Santa quieted everyone down and said, Time is passing, 
and it is now time for us to go down to the sleigh and prepare to bring joy and happiness to children all over this world. My dear Christmas Puffins, after your concert, I would like for you to join me on the sleigh tonight and sing carols as we go about our appointed rounds. And Milo, please let your fish family and friends know that as I fly from one place to another tonight, I will fly very close to the oceans and seas so that all of those who help find the golden algae might be able to hear the Christmas puffin carols for themselves and share in the Christmas spirit. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! And everyone shouted, Merry Christmas! And then they all cheered and clapped and hugged again as they prepared for Santa's send-off. You know, we often think of the Christmas spirit as having to do with the holiday season, decorations, hearing Christmas songs and carols, presents, cookies and favorite foods, and the list goes on and on. But the truth is that the Christmas spirit is that feeling of joy, happiness, and love that comes when we reach out in care and kindness to help someone else feel the same kind of acceptance and love that we want for ourselves. The Christmas spirit has much more to do with how we share ourselves with others than it does with the holiday season or a special day of the year. In our story, Billy, Millie, Lily, Dr. Giggle, Milo, and all the other many fish happily offered their help to heal Fred's voice so that Santa and everyone in the Laughing Valley could experience and celebrate the Christmas spirit. No matter what the time of year, you and I can experience and share the Christmas spirit by reaching out in love and kindness to someone who might need us. We hope you've enjoyed this special Christmas story, and we look forward to sharing a whole lot more stories with you in upcoming episodes. Always remember that the Christmas spirit comes from the joy we share with each other as we reach out to be loving, caring, and helpful every day of the year. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.